0: This past week, I received an email from Doug Brooks with the unfortunate news that victim advocate and former Assistant Attorney General of Wisconsin, Bruce A. Craig Esquire, had passed away on July 24th. I never got the chance to know or work with Bruce, but his extensive foundational work in this space has created a lasting legacy that is still in use today. Since the late 1960s, Bruce has prosecuted many pyramid schemes and schemers, including Holiday Magic, Costco Interplanetary, and even Amway. In retirement, Bruce continued to speak out against what he called voracious businesses. Doug Brooks had this to say about Bruce. The day he died, Bob and I received an email from him with a link to yet another bogus academic article on MLM. So he was fighting the good fight until the very end. For decades, he has been contacting journalists, regulators, and academics, trying to bring attention to the devastating harm caused by MLM. He wrote many insightful articles on MLM that were published on Seeking Alpha that are well worth reading. Bruce has been a loyal friend, a trusted colleague, and a wise mentor to me for many years. I know I speak for many when I say that he will be deeply missed. Robert Fitzpatrick added, Bruce connected with me immediately and ever since, like Doug, I counted Bruce Craig as mentor, resource, colleague, and friend, in whom I could confide and often the person to whom I could pour out my own frustrations and amazement. In Ponziomics, I cited his work repeatedly and quoted him as a virtually lone and heroic voice from the ranks of regulators, active or retired, who maintained the clear-eyed view of MLM as inherently deceptive and harmful, and spoke out publicly about it. In the current brave new world of post-truth, Bruce Craig kept faith in objective reality and regulatory integrity. He had the courage to attest to it publicly and challenge other professionals and public officials to take a stand. Bruce you will definitely be missed. If you would like to learn more about the accomplishments and works of Bruce Craig, read some more kind words from his friends and colleagues, or even leave some of your own, please check out the link in the show notes to a memorial page that Michelle Carpenter of MLMChange.org made. Hey HunBots and HunBros, little bit of housekeeping before we get into the episode. You know the drill, you listen to the show. So I first wanted to say thank you to everybody who answered my siren call about neurodivergency. Uh, I got some experts, some educators, and lots of stories from you guys. Thank you. We're going to be working on that series and uh, hopefully start sharing some more episodes pretty soon. I am very, very excited to sort of tackle these issues. I know that I have seen a correlation between ADHD and dopamine and MLM. And talking to you guys, I have seen so many other correlations with impulse control and executive dysfunction and all of the things that sort of go along with being neurodivergent. Um, And I'm really excited to sort of start talking about it. Be on the lookout for that. That'll be coming out within the next couple weeks. I also got an email from a listener, Sonia, who um, added a little blip for Big Mo, and I wanted to read that on the show for you guys. To Big Mo, I just want to say that this mama bear is there for you. We all have moments where we don't listen to family warnings. When my kids do something I told them would not be a great idea, they know they can come talk to me when it all falls apart. I've gotten better at not saying, I told you so, how can we fix it? And now I just say, how can we fix it? And I know there are so many other sentiments of people that listen to your episode who feel the same way. So I'm so happy that you are getting the support you need, Mo. And check your mailbox because I am sending you a copy of Megan Williams' book, Cutting Ties. Um, It is a self-guided workbook and I hope that you will be able to start growing and moving forward from your time in MLM. I am so excited for you to get that. I also want to mention really quick that there is a special little bonus spicy section in this episode for our Patreon members. So if you are one of our patrons, you will definitely hear that. You'll know because it's the spicy MLM that we talk about. Um, And if you want to hear it, Our membership start at $5 and we would love to have you join the club. One of the main themes of this episode are MLM parties and MLM products before social media. Uh, So we got some 90s and early 2000s vibe going on in this episode, which I love. The nineties are back. You should see my daughter's first day of school outfit. I will post it on Instagram so you guys can see. She's wearing uh, combat boots with a plaid dress. So you know what? It's the nineties. The nineties are back. And one of the things that we talk about in this episode is really how different MLMs were before social media, before credit card readers, even. So um, it's it just. I really liked this episode, and I hope uh, I hope all of the Gen Xers and all of the elder millennials relate the way that I related to this episode (laughs) and and really the only other thing I wanted to share with you guys is this past week I was at the the thrift store I I went to the Goodwill with Abby we were we were going school shopping and we always like to stop at the thrift store because we love to dig we are treasure hunters and we love to dig and I was at this Goodwill uh, and I just randomly walked down an aisle and there it was it was sitting there at the end of the aisle And what it was, was a brand new in box with the Huckleberry pedestal. It was a Volata chocolate fondue warmer, which was an MLM product that Sensi created and is no longer around and was defunct. And there was part of me that was like, Roberta, you're anti-MLM, you don't need this. And then there was another part of me that was like, Roberta, you're anti-MLM, you totally need this. Uh, and it was very hard for me to decide. But then I realized that it was only $5.99. And that is a killer deal. I don't care who made the product. It was a killer deal. I wanted to know if I could recreate chocolate fondue in it. Obviously, is not around anymore and their little you know mixes and pouches do not exist either. And so I thought, why not? And we made a really simple, easy, delicious chocolate ganache fondue and a fruit platter. It's great. It's on TikTok. I will throw the link in the show notes. If you guys have a volata warmer that is sitting somewhere and you're like, I never can use this again. I share a very simple recipe for chocolate ganache. Uh, let me know what you think. And again, like I, I talk about it in the video. It's very hard for me to praise an MLM product, but like we talk about in this episode specifically as well, MLM products are not the problem. They're inconsequential and some of them are great. If all of the products on an MLM were a scam, nobody would ever join, right? So they have to have these like good products that rope you in. And like I said, I hate to say it, but the Volata Warmer actually worked. It did. It worked and we enjoyed it and it was easy to clean up all the things. And I only spent six dollars. I feel that at a $6 price point, it is a great deal, Uh, and I would not have ever bought it if it was a hun selling it, but I, you know, I supported the local Goodwill. Anyway, enjoy this episode. It is definitely so much of a throwback. You're going to hear names of MLMs that you haven't heard of in a long time, and maybe even discover a few that you didn't even know existed. Enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. I'm excited today. We're going to be talking about MLM parties and a couple MLMs that we haven't talked about before. So I'd like to welcome to the show, Shelly Nelson. Hey, Shelly. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) How are you?
2: I am great.
0: I am so excited to talk about this. Before we hit record, we were talking about the amount of MLM parties that we had been to and some of the MLMs that you had been with, um, and me vividly remembering going to parties for those MLMs. So (laughs) I'm excited to talk about this. A lot of times when I'm doing these, these chats with people and we talk about things, I'm like, oh my God, I remember it unlocks memories of me as a child. (laughs) going to MLM parties with my mom and being like, oh my God, I never even remembered that until just now. So very, very excited, but let's first start off with your MLM journey and then we'll just sort of tangent through and talk about all this stuff as we go. So let's start with where you were in your life and and the MLM that you joined first.
2: Okay. Well, first I'm going to date myself. So I'm just going to throw it out there that I'm 48. Um, I, joined Creative Memories in 2001. And at the time I had two children, they were 18 months and three years old. And one of my aunts had been to a Creative Memories party. And she was like, you would just be so great at this. You would just love this because I loved photography. I was so into pictures. I had worked for a photographer before. And I was like, okay, you know, and then I wound up uh, getting invited to a party and I went, I was like, I just love this. Yes, this is me. This is what I want to do. Yes. So I joined and I think at the time it was $200. You got the kit and it went through, you know, the incentives, you know, like if you bought this much you know, you could get the big tote bag. And if you bought this, then you'd have the, the carry bag. And so, you know, I was all into it. You know, I had
0: to do it all. Oh yeah. They get you with those deals, right? Oh, the like, bigger I think- package is 70% off. You're like, what? Yeah. I need all of those things in the bigger package. I know. I'm like, why did I think I needed this huge, like tote?
2: it was humongous but i did it and it was kind of crazy because this lady who is my upline or whatever um i went to her house it was in a nicer part of town and but it was like 30 35 minutes for me you know if you're going through dallas traffic um you're going up central for anyone who's been up 75 you know it's not easy to drive but anyway so I go up there, I go to her house, nice neighborhood. I go in, we walk upstairs and she has the most beautiful scrapbooking room I have ever seen. It looked like a small Hobby Lobby. She had the tables for the scrapbooking. She had, you know, like the pegboards. Like all the hooks and all the tools and all the things. Yeah, yeah. And like all this inventory, tons. You could have just shopped there. And I was like, "Oh my god. You know, this is amazing. This is what I want to do. This is who I want to be." You know, I was like, all excited. The biggest problem is I'm not that great at selling and I'm not always that friendly. I'm not someone who can just walk up to a stranger and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" That's just not me. One of the worst things that happened was She had invited me to this dinner at this restaurant with all these other creative memories, consultants, going to be great networking. And like you had said in one podcast, you mean networking with the people who are selling the same thing you're selling? You know, like <laughs> right. it was stupid. So anyway, we go to this restaurant and this, and, and you know, I'm thinking it's, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be get to meet some other people. But it was really about, this is what you need to do to sell. We need to fix you. Like, you need to be this way. You know, if you want to sell, this is how you have to be. And I don't remember all the details, but there was this sort of a game kind of a thing. And it was with Winnie the Pooh characters. I remember this lady, not my upline, but the lady above her. And she looked at me and she said, you're an Eeyore.
0: I was like, I have a feeling I know where this is going. <laughs> like, oh,
2: what? You know, and I felt so horrible. And I'm like, I am really a friendly person. I'm just, it takes me a minute to like get out of my shell. And I felt like, you know, I had to try to like defend myself i'm like oh my oh god my i god. i was so embarrassed and she said in front of everyone
0: she's like Eeyore yeah. and we're looking for more tiggers <laughs> I swear to god yes exactly
2: i'm like i am doomed i am so doomed <laughs> so that was one strike and then she my upline she kept wanting me to go to all these meetings and uh, But then we're so far away from where I lived. You know, like I said, I had a three-year-old and an 18-month-old. And, you know, I was just like, I can't, I'm supposed to be, like, making this extra money. But, you know, I haven't sold anything. And then, like, I'm using my gas to get to, and, you know, my poor husband, he's, like, trying to tell me these things. And I'm like, oh, just, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. She she kind of, like, lays out, you know, like, the kit. But that you're going to sell to like, not even like a new consultant, but like a new client. Well, the bad thing about Creative Memories was they didn't have that. Like you, my upline gave me a list of things that needed to be in the kit. So I'm like, okay, well, one of it was one gold pin, one silver pin, one tape runner. Well, There's four tape runners to a box and there's 10 pins to a box. And so you have to buy the boxes. You can't just buy one thing. And so when you buy it all, it's like, okay, so like I'm going to have to sell like 10 kits to even make any
0: money. You're buying like the supplies and then creating your own kits to sell from the supplies, but all of the supplies yes. come in different denominations. So you have to buy yes. different quantities of each supply in different boxes. Yes. What?
2: Yeah. And then not only that, they had the fine tip gold pin and they had the bold tip gold pin. And <laughs> oh, you know, you oh had no. to have both. <laughs> I still have some. And this was 2001. I'm like, why am I holding on to this? It probably doesn't even work anymore. One of the sales things that I was going to say that I thought was just, at the time, I thought this is so over the top. Like, am I really going to say this to someone? And I did. But this is the sales thing that they told us to say. When you're gone, your children will only have these scrapbooks. They'll see your writing. And it will be the only writing that they'll have. Yes. I said it to someone. I did. I, <laughs> that was their thing. I'm, and I can't say that was all of creative memories thing, but that was like my upline. Like that was the thing to like get them.
0: And like fear mongering the memories when they're gone. <laughs> yes. And, and a part of me did
2: believe it because I do love pictures so much and I wound up having my own photography business later on down the road. It's a long story. I did agree with it on some level, but I didn't agree with it as far as trying to get someone to buy something.
0: But right. I was like, well I guess this is what I do. Like you I mean, know creating scrapbooking pages for your existing pictures and memories is a nice pretty way to memorialize a vacation or a milestone absolutely but right you know you don't need a picture of a of you in hawaii next to a 3d sticker of a palm tree the picture <laughs> of you in hawaii in a regular photo album or a you know now it's all digital would be the same you would yeah. get the same memory uh it, it's a fun hobby right. i remember going right. to creative memories and those for people that are like what is this creative memories i don't even know is it still around I don't know. To I look that think up. it
2: is. I think it is, but it's under like new management,
0: as they say. Okay. Right. So yeah. it's a scrapbooking craft MLM that sells mm-hmm. like scrapbook pages and the books it goes in and the okay. stickers and the acid-free paper and the, the construction right. paper and the stamps and the cutouts and the this and the that and the this to create, you know, lasting, beautiful photo book memories. like,
2: And it is a great thing. And I mean, the scrapbooking idea is a good thing. And their products were good. I mean, like you've said several times, some of these items, their products are good, but it's insidious how they get you to try to sell it. That's the problem.
0: Yeah. You know, I've explained that before to people where it's like, yes, of course, businesses are here to make money, of course. But... Michael's that is selling scrapbooking supplies is not then trying as I'm checking out to be like, did you also want to own a Michael's and ask all of your friends to own Michael's too? Mm-hmm. They're not doing that the way that like Close to My Heart or like Choc or Creative Memories and these other crafting MLMs do, right? right? They want you to oh. not only buy the supplies, but then become a rep to also sell the supplies. And that's the pyramid mm-hmm. part.
2: Right. And what was so funny was, you know, my upline, she was like, you can't use anything. Don't even go to Hobby Lobby. Don't even look at the scrapbooking. You can only use creative memory stickers, creative memories paper. Do not even look because your scrapbooks are a representation of creative memory. So like when you went to a party or did a party, you know, you were bringing your scrapbook as an example and if they see other products in there then that's not good you right know? if
0: they know they can get the same exact stickers for way cheaper with a 40 percent <laughs> coupon they're gonna
2: or better stickers <laughs> right. or you know and um, the other funny thing was she wanted to look at my scrapbooks and make sure they were okay before I did a party like, she wanted to make sure I was a good enough scrapbooker.
0: I'm yeah. wondering if it was, like, the content <laughs> of the pictures you were showing or how many products you were like using. Like, how I was putting
2: or, them together. Right, like, and, how
0: much more you could add to it. You're like, mm, there's just not enough creativity yeah. in memories. Try again. A couple yeah. more
2: stickers. Well, her thing was also their simplicity. So, like, they had, like, die cut strips that you can make borders out of and she wanted to make sure that mine weren't too gaudy
0: like oh I see
2: yeah like I was using them in the proper way I I passed the test scrapbooks were okay <laughs> I had gotten a free uh window like that's like suction cupped to the window do you know what I'm talking about I remember I really wanted to go into the scrapbooking store And it was just, like, calling my name. I, like, really wanted to go into it. And I was just, like, going back and forth, like, God, you know, I shouldn't even walk in here. You know, I'm, like, I'm betraying creative memories and, you know, all this stuff. So I decided I was going to go into the scrapbooking store, and I took my sign down. (laughs) I pulled it in the parking lot. So we didn't even live in the same town as my upline. But I was, like... Nobody can see me. Nobody can know that I'm a Creative memory (laughs) consultant.
0: You know, nowadays, if that sign was still in your car, someone would have seen it, taken a picture of a Creative Memories car (laughs) outside a competitor store, and it would be on Reddit within 12 hours.
2: Oh, yeah. It would have gone viral.
0: Yes. Luckily. I can't
2: believe you took your sign down, though. (laughs) I did. I did. I took it down. I was like, no one could see
0: this. No one no one can know I betrayed yeah you're using betra- <laughs> the word betrayed for a scrapbooking company like like oh no they can't know they can't know that I shop somewhere
2: <laughs> yeah and man when I walked in there oh my mind was blown my husband you know he was like you're just you're spending too much money like you're buying all this inventory and then you're like going to these scrapbooking Like, I know I have an obsessive personality. That's also part of my problem.
0: Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something, something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks. And I cannot say enough good things about the flow knit high rise boyfriend jogger from quince. Seriously. Running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick-drying, moisture-wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester, and the Global Style Standard certified yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claim standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton Doll scoop neck tee and some sneakers and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete.me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete.me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet. And they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private, by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's com slash MLM, code MLM.
2: You know, I get on one thing and, you know, I'm like, I've got to have it all,
0: got to have it all. (laughs) Yeah, so. MLMs love those kind of people. That's how we get sucked into MLMs. Like, she looks like she wants to buy everything. Get her.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And really, it didn't end in any dramatic way. It was just, uh, my husband was really on me. And I was like, you know, I'm really not making any money. And I've got these two little kids. You know, I can't be driving 30, 45 minutes to meetings that aren't doing anything for me. You know, I tell my upline, I'm not going to do any more parties. You know, I'll still like buy supplies and stuff like that. Then I got to where I started seeing like Hobby Lobby has almost the same exact, I'm sure it's, you know, it's a little bit different, but it's basically the same kind of pages that they had. And then you get that 40% off coupon and then you're like, why am I buying creative memories when I
0: can buy this right I mean there's so, so, like Michael's and Joanne's have entire scrapbooking aisles upon aisles
2: and I say Hobby Lobby just because we have so many around here yeah I, I but, think we
0: have um, like one here it's Hobby Lobby is not as big in California as it is like in the south
2: I could probably drive 20 minutes in either direction and hit a Hobby Lobby like that's how many we have <laughs> yeah
0: so, do you yeah, want to right? about- so it's like, it happens all the time with other MLMs where you sort of like realize that the thing that you're selling is being sold for less to the public in like very easily accessible stores like Walmart or Hobby Lobby or mm-hmm. Michael's and Joanne's and, and these different Especially places. now. like Especially you know, now and then online yeah. as well.
2: Right. I mean, in 2001, you know, we didn't have Facebook yet. It was a little I almost want to say like the environment was a little better in some ways because you had to send out a postcard to invite someone to a party and you know you didn't know that this friend from high school was also selling creative memories you know you only knew what was going on in your area so I guess in some ways you know not having social media was a good thing
0: Right. There's a lot of pros and cons in the MLM space with social media. And like, yes, it gives you access to a lot more people, but it also gives people access to joining these companies and really flooding the market. And then people that are actually trying to sell can't really make any legitimate sales because everybody sells it and everybody can get the discount. And so they have to rely on recruiting, which then in turn just creates even more pyramids and, and more debt.
2: My next MLM the Southern living at home. And so, so how
0: long between leaving one was it until you joined <laughs> the next one? It wasn't long.
2: <laughs> As other people, not just me, but other people on your podcast, jump from one to another. I can't even remember how I found out about it. You know, I love Southern living. I had all the cookbooks, had the subscription to the magazine. I'm like, oh my God. And I saw a
0: catalog I was like oh my god I gotta have everything in it I gotta have
2: everything just like creative memories I gotta have everything in it I gotta have it all
0: creative memories sold the scrapbooking and the craft supplies Mm -hmm. what does southern living at home sell
2: it sells home decor but also dishes bakeware not just like oh I'm gonna put this thing on my wall so it did have useful things Like we said, you know, with a lot of MLMs, there are good products. I loved my Southern Living products. I still have them. I still have the same cookie sheets that I bought 20 years ago. Still use them.
0: I I have dishes. I I mean, it's a testament to the product, right? Which again, like they're inconsequential. Of course, the product has to, something has to be good. Nobody would join it if all of the product was bad, right? Mm -hmm. Something has to be good. And that's what they get you on. It's those one or two, I mean, there's probably even more, but, you know, and again, it's not the product that's the problem. Right. (laughs) It's it's the repetition of the recruiting and then the falsifying your sales to hit these, again, inconsequential ranks within the pyramid.
2: The other draw to Southern Living was, okay, no inventory. I don't have a supply of 20 gold pins that I'm trying to get rid of. For a dollar, you know, you could do the party, they got to where they would drop ship it. That was so nice, you know, and they would process a credit card. You know, you couldn't do that through creative memories at that time. You know, again, I'm old.
0: Right. And that's what I was just going to say. Like, what's so interesting (laughs) is this was 20 years ago. We're talking 2002. We're 20 years ago. So back then, and I remember this because I went to these MLM parties with my mom as, you know, a kid. I remember you would bring your credit card and they would pull out like that, the sales receipt with that machine and they'd put your card back and forth and it would take a carbon copy of your credit card number. Right. And then you would input it later onto paper and you'd submit that paper to your upline, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That is all, that's the old way. That's how it was done. It was even more complicated back then and people still yeah. were joining hand over fist. <laughs> like, Yeah.
2: Um, and Southern living actually made it even easier because all you had to do was have someone's credit card number. So like when you took the order, you would, it, how scary is it just to write down your credit card number? Here you go. You know, just a testament to twenty years ago. You know, right? here's my card number and my. You That's didn't even me. the code on the back. You right. just right. needed just take the card a picture of back, keep it. It's fine. Not I even a, a picture. Paper. We didn't even have picture. What I call the picture phone. We didn't have the picture phone.
0: <laughs> right. It's like just yeah. Just find keep it. It'll be, safe. be fine. Back yeah. at That CVS receipt. It'll be fine. Don't even worry yeah. about my credit card number. Nobody wants to steal my identity. That's crazy. <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> when you inputted your party. So like, you know, you got all this, you, you put in all the products that people bought, their names, all that. So like checks, they wrote to you. Okay. The credit card you would put in, and Southern Living processed that card So that was like a huge, I'm like, oh my God, this is so much better. They just make everything great. Cause I think it was like a 25% discount, something like that. So, you know, you get to keep all the checks, you know, like if the credit cards totaled to.
0: Oh, I see. So if you sold enough in credit cards to cover the cost, like your cost of the party, then basically all the checks you received was, was free and clear to just be yours.
2: Right. Yeah. And, you know, then you get into taxes and
0: don't, well, they don't talk about the taxes. That's the thing. Like I remember with like, um, it works and they'd be like, Mm. you just carry, just keep the wraps with you. And then when you sell the wraps, <laughs> you just sell them for twenty five dollars cash, and that's twenty five dollars cash in your pocket. And I was like, but not really, because I had to buy the wrap. It's like, no, 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 no. I mean, it is money right in my pocket, but not really. And I just, I remember them saying that, and then thinking about it now, and it's just like just glazing over details and being like, oh yeah, twenty five dollars cash in my pocket. If I sold four, that's a hundred dollars cash in my pocket. And it's just like, oh my god, where to stop? <laughs> it's no. not.
2: <laughs> One of the funny things was. I loved the products. I still have the dishes. I still love them. I mean, I still have the bakeware. I mean, 20 years later, it is still held up. (laughs) I mean, I got to say it was premium. I mean, like I have these ceramic plates. There's not one nick, not even after 20 years. I have a baking pan that I bake all my special like casserole type things in. Not one nick, not one chip, nothing. So I placed this order And it was, I think they called it a consultant order. You know, it was basically for myself. And I remember getting this email saying, why would you do this? You placed a consultant order. You could have placed it as a party and gotten the same discount. Well, I was like, well, okay. So what does that mean? She was like, well, that would have added to our sales as a team. So what she was saying was I should have put it in as a party.
0: Right. So instead of you just buying what you want, going, oh, I'm going to use my discount and get this cookware that I need. mm -hmm. She was like, why didn't you create a fake party? Right. And then buy all of that as sales from that party, get the same discount, but you also get a little bit of a bonus and a little extra sales. And it counts towards me too. Right. I mean, I understand for a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Like obviously like milk the system yeah. and like do it that way. And like, that's, that's why it's built that way. But like for yeah. anybody who doesn't really understand that it is a scam and the scam works this way, like you're just placing an order because you just wanted some more cookie sheets. Right. How, like, how did that, like, even that message where you were just like, huh? Like, how did that even make you feel that you were like, What what are you even asking me to do? Well,
2: isn't that lying? Like, you know, I kind of felt like, isn't that like being fraudulent? And, you know, I didn't say it that way, but it was just like, well, you know, I thought because am I just supposed to make up a party? And they were like, well, it's not really making up a party. It's still the same amount of sales. You're not faking sales. I'm like, but aren't I? Cause I'm buying it. Like, I don't know. That was like red flag. Number one. Of course, you know, there's all these red flags, but you don't want to see it. I want to blame having young children on this. It affected my brain.
0: <laughs> yeah. Me too. Um, I want to blame that too. Yeah. The other
2: thing that they were really big on is doing wedding showers.
0: Ah, yeah. I could so, have for sure.
2: Yes. I never did it. Because I just felt so weird about it. And at the time, a lot of my friends were already married. So, like, at this point, I was 27. But they were really big on wedding showers. So, it would be a wedding shower. Of course, this is, you know, 2002. Not social media yet. You would, like, let's say cut up a catalog and have these pictures of what the bride wanted on some sort of board. And then people would come to the shower and decide, you know, I'm going to buy this thing for her and then bring you the picture. And then you would, you know, write it down on a sales slip. It's like, when I saw that, I was like, there's no way I can do that. You know, I'm supposed to give a shower for someone, but I'm really making money off of it. Like, right?
0: Like that's not a shower at all. Like at all. Yeah, that, that's I, a that's a party <clears> to buy <throat> presents for the shower. I I could understand that. I mean, I think Pampered Chef does something like that too. I've seen posts about check out my registry with Pampered Chef, and I get it. I get it. It, it makes sense in terms of what this company yeah. is and what they do.
2: It's, it's just, just like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it was just icky.
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, and imagine like showing up to this going, oh, I'm going to my friend's bridal shower. And then you're like, oh, it's an MLM party and there's a vision board of catalog cutouts on the wall. And I'm just supposed to be like, "Um, I'm going to buy her number four. And then they like take it off the wall and say, take this to the register. And you're like, I'm going to buy this one. Here's my credit card. Like, it's just weird. You
2: know, you're putting people on the spot. Absolutely. what if you get there and you have all these items that are, you know, because it wasn't cheap. Southern living was not cheap. Maybe you have a friend who really wants to buy you a gift, but they can only afford something that's 10 or $15 and there's nothing up on there that they can afford to buy. And I, I just couldn't do it. I I yeah. never did that. I'm so glad I didn't do that.
0: You know? I could just It seems very uncomfortable for most people involved in it. <laughs> Yeah,
2: it was just, it was very, very strange. I mean, I guess now, you know, with social media, you know, you could do it and just say, hey, check this out. But like back in the day, I mean, it was in your face and (laughs) there was no getting out of it.
0: Right. Back in the day, MLM parties like looked nothing like they do now. I mean, yeah, sure. You'll have these in-home parties, but most MLM parties are like on Facebook now yeah, or, and they're virtual and you're, you're, you're watching them like do presentations live yeah. or you're, you're interacting with like engagement posts. Like what's your favorite flavor of ice cream enter to win an ice cream scoop, you know, like that kind of stuff is oh what these parties God, look God. like. On that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like back in the nineties, when you were going or to parties, early 2000s. In early, 2000s, early 2000s, when you were selling <laughs> and having parties, it looked a lot different. Yeah. Again, like we talked about um, There, there wasn't like internet where you could. You didn't have a phone that had internet, so you couldn't just like swipe a credit card on your phone like right. you do now. Like again, like taking the carbon copies or having people just write their credit card information on an order <laughs> slip. They just yeah. be like, don't lose this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry, I'll send it through my shutter <clears throat> when I'm done. It's like, oh my god, I hope you do. Like <laughs> my credit yeah. card information is just out there now. <laughs>
2: Well, and the other thing I never understood about Southern living at home is, is, like I said, it really was good quality. But I'm like, okay, if you really wanted to buy something higher end, why wouldn't you go to Pottery Barn or
0: Williamson Barrel? Barrel, Yeah, Williamson.
2: They did wind up selling it, and they do sell Southern living at Dillard's now. And I'm like, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah,
0: that seems like
2: a better fit, <laughs> right? I, I don't know what Southern Living was thinking. I'm like, here's this huge, already big company. Like, why would you go into an MLM? I've never understood that about them. I don't get that and either. The other thing we didn't talk about with Creameries and Southern Living at home is all the money you've got to spend on catalogs, reminder cards, you know, at the time, your invites, because, you know, that was a postcard. So, you know, you had to mail and then right. posted, you had to mail all that out. There was nothing. All that cost
0: money yet. too. Just Fair. to have a party. I mean, imagine <laughs> this now, right? Like today I could be like, Hey, Shelly, do you want to have a party for me? And you'd be like, sure, let's do it tomorrow. And I'd be like, okay, I'll make a Facebook group. Like done. Yes, Already done. But 20 years ago, it was like, hey, Shelly, I want to have a party. And you're like, okay, here's a stack of postcards to send to all your friends. Right? <laughs> when would you like to you host this party? We need to do it <laughs> three weeks in advance to give everybody time to get their postcard and RSVP. And then, yeah, yes. so you're like planning this far out in advance. People are getting these postcards. They're RSVPing, They're planning it to come weeks in advance. It's not on Facebook. It's at someone's home. There's going to be product I remember going to creative memory parties and and I was given I don't know if I paid again I was like 14 maybe my mom did but I think you, you had to pay like five or ten dollars or something like yeah, that and to like, like make a scrapbook to the
1: party page
2: that you're invited to and right. you have to pay to get in like
0: uh. yeah they're like well you don't have to pay if you don't want to make a page and I was like but isn't the point of coming to the party to make the page like I don't understand yeah. That was what so is going dumb. on here um and so I do remember that I remember going to um I think it was like stamping up. I remember going to those parties and like learning how to use embossing powder and like heat guns and like all of yeah. these things. Um and yeah, I I remember it was very hands-on. Um it was all of like my mom's PTA friends and then like sometimes like an aunt or a cousin or something. Oh yeah, my mom aunt. had a ton of them at our house when I was a kid. Uh, a ton. So yeah. many. Um what are some of the MLMs that Uh, that you attended parties for. Okay, let me get on my list. (laughs) Oh my God, you have a (laughs) list. Let's see, I'm gonna see how many I also went to.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
2: Okay. So this includes parties I was actually invited to with the postcard and also, you know, Facebook groups. So this is over the course of several years. Home interiors. No. I Who remembers? You don't, it is like the Avon of home decor. The first MLMs for home stuff. Yeah. So home interiors, beauty control, who remembers beauty control, makeup, thrive.
0: No thrive, but I never went to a thrive party. Vault jeans. You ever heard of that? Vault Yes. They sold jeans. Jeans were an MLM jeans MLM. I mean, Lula Rose sells jeans, but just jeans MLM is pretty funny. Yeah, thirty-one. I had a mass. I've had several thirty-one parties, and I had a massive one. I got all kinds of bags, uh, and they are all now filled with ADHD clutter and stacked on top of each other in a closet somewhere. This is my thirty-one. Cutco. <laughs> my mom always <laughs> yes. My mom always would buy my dad a Cutco knife for like any sort of like anniversary or gift. <laughs> And I remember that the, pa- the local pastor's son sold Cutco right after he graduated high school. And I remember him coming over cause I thought he was really cute and being there for the Cutco <laughs> presentation. Cause I just wanted to watch him and he cut a penny with those scissors oh and that sold gosh. it. And my mom bought the whole set. Yeah. <laughs> it up. Yes.
2: Heritage makers, the no. digital scrapbook,
0: the first digital scrapbooking in the limb. No, I never did that one.
2: Yeah. Silpata.
0: Oh yes. We had so, My mom would like go to silpata parties and give us the catalog or be like, you know, so and so's having a party. Here's a catalog. Circle all the things you want. Like I'm Christmas shopping. And I've yeah. got so much, so much like silpata silver of yeah. jewelry.
2: <laughs> Do you know about Stella and Dot?
0: I had a Stella and Dot party when I was selling Row. It was like a LuLaRoe, <laughs> Stella and Dot. Let's pick out an outfit and then we'll accessorize for you. And again, oh, yeah.
2: great stuff. I mean, good products, and but it's like what? I
0: I had this necklace that I had bought <gasps> from Alibaba. Like I, I was for like two dollars, right? Okay, I, I one day I was like, they have got cute jewelry. I bought a ton. It took like three months to get to me, but I bought all this jewelry for like two dollars. And I was wearing this jewelry, and the the Stella and Dot girl was that was I think when I first met her. She's like, oh my god, I love your Stella and Dot necklace. Like, who's your rep? And I was like, I don't know <gasps> what you're talking about. And she was like, that's a Stella and Dot necklace. And I was like, no, my god, this on Alibaba. And she was like, that what? So when I had the party, she was like, bring that necklace because she wanted to compare them. They were the same
2: necklace. Oh, the same exact necklace. Same my exact necklace. God. And they sold
0: it for like $74. Oh, yeah. And I got oh. it for like $2. I did have to wait three months, but it was the same necklace. That's crazy. Yeah. And she was like, that's so weird. It's a counterfeit Stella and Dot. And I was like, is it though? <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? At the time I was like, oh my God, <laughs> Stella and Dot is so popular. You guys have counterfeits. Like I truly believed her that it was like, it was a counterfeit. <laughs> and now that I know better, I'm like, no, Stella and Dot just buys $2 jewelry and marks it up to $74. That's that what's actually insane.
2: happening. Wow. That's <laughs> disappointing. Okay. Arbon. I know,
0: you know Arbon. never tried it. Although on the first day of school, of my daughter's kindergarten walking her through. And this was after I had left LuLaRoe walking her through the gates. There were two moms with a bag of Arbon samples that were handing them out going happy first day of school. Here's the pampering kit for when you get home and like handing out these. And they were like, it was like their skincare. And it was like a single oh serving gosh. of like the whole, and I was like, and I just threw it in the trash when I got home. I was like, what? This is not what you said it was. This is another MLM scam. I was so yes. Pissed. Well,
2: okay. Here, here's the thing with Arbonne. So, at the time, I was kind of going through some things, like hormonally, you know. And this rep said, "You should try this progesterone cream," and I'm like, "Okay." you know, Uh, maybe dumb. And so I'm using a progesterone cream. And, you know, now I look back on that. I'm like, you know, how did they get away with that? Like, you know, wouldn't that fall under like medication? Yeah. But like, like, how are they able to sell that?
0: Like, I I mean, the FDA again is like a self-regulated entity. So it's like, The FDA doesn't step in until there's a problem. Like literally everything gets to go, like is through until there's a problem, then the FDA will step in. So it's, it's true. It's possible that they're putting in, you know, like we're talking with Elamir, like products that shouldn't be in there, but until the FDA has the time to look into it, like It'll just be how it is until, well, we're working on fixing it. It's like, are you though? Or are you just waiting till the FDA pulls it (laughs) and then you replace it with something else? So it's a lot of loopholes. And I don't always know the why to some of these questions, like why this stuff happens. But I just, I mean, the FDA is with D. Shea is very concerning to me too.
2: So, of course, Mary Kay.
0: Yeah. Several of those. So many of those. Never did Herbalife, never did an Herbalife party
2: unique
0: oh I about yeah. unique. I did a lot of um that was some of the first online MLM parties that I hosted were for my friend who sold unique yeah yeah uh, yep worst stuff ever plexus. in my opinion oh I, I got a sample but I never had a party
2: hate plexus I have deleted people over plexus they are the new amway in my opinion
1: oh god
0: yeah Ugh. Since so many scentsy parties it's not even funny yep
2: jamboree nails so
0: many jamboree parties it's not even funny
2: <laughs> monat now i know some people call it monat
0: here
2: we call, <laughs> call it monat <laughs> homemade gourmet have you I, ever heard of that
0: i've never even okay. heard of that one
2: so it's made in texas and it's a lot of like seasonings basically, or like like a tastefully uh, simple. Yeah. A lot of uh, seasonings, mixes, you know, that kind of thing. And again, good things. But I started thinking like, okay, well, can I just mix? Like, you know, I'm paying four or $5 for, let's say, a taco soup mix. But I'm like, couldn't I do that with like Half a package of ranch seasoning and half a package of Taco Bell seasoning, you
0: know? I mean, like. All the readily available seasonings at the grocery store that always go on sale 10 for 10. Yeah, those will work too. And again,
2: bought it because a friend wanted
0: me to do a party and I bought
2: it and I liked it, you know? I mean, have you ever heard of Princess House?
0: Yes, I have. But only because I've talked to people on the podcast about it. That's the only way I know.
2: Yep. Have some of that. Still have a few pieces in my house right now. Advocare. Ooh. If,
0: you're not, yeah,
2: if you're not drinking Spark,
0: what are you even doing with your life? When I sold It Works, I was next to an Advocare booth at an MLM like fair. Mm-hmm. So I got to try it, but they are no longer an MLM. <laughs> they got oh. shut down. And so they're now just direct sales and there is no longer an MLM portion to Advocare. Yeah. But yeah, I remember them.
2: Rodin and Fields.
0: I never had a party. Never did. I never that.
2: had a party, just got invited. And, you know, at this point, by the time Ronan Fields had come along, you know, like I was wise to the MLM. I'm just like, if it's that great of skincare, why is it not being sold
0: at right? How come or, the estheticians don't use it then, huh? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just, mm, I took the skin quiz. And the regiment that came back was almost $200. And I was like, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so the other one is coffee weight loss. I couldn't remember the actual name.
0: Is it the of... Happy Coffee Co.? No.
2: Well, I tried to Google it and there were several. There's a type of weight loss coffee in It Works
0: Yes, they have the skinny coffee with it works. There's okay. also like a mushroom adaptogen coffee MLM that's also claimed something like that too. Yeah. I right. Happy Coffee Co. that used to be elevate with I think an eight, um, mm. but they changed to the Happy Co. because that the brand was the Happy Coffee. So now it's just called the Happy Co and they sell it that way. So that's another coffee MLM. <laughs> it's like, did you know? It's keto. And I was like, yeah, I knew that coffee was keto. I mean, yeah, it's, so is Folgers. It's roasted coffee being <laughs> steeped in water. It's keto. <laughs> like what the hell, man? I, that's yeah. another one of the things that drives me crazy when people are like marketing things and it's like, try my vegan vegetables. And I was like, what vegetables aren't vegan? What? Right. Like this is, you yeah. don't need to add extra descriptors to things that are very glaringly obvious. Right
2: ambit energy never quite understood the whole thing with ambit um i actually have a friend who works for ambit like not a mlm part
0: um don't know how it worked
2: yeah don't Um, know how it worked back in the day but it was listed under one of the mlms i googled it and i don't know if they still are
0: I do know that there is an MLM, an energy MLM company called Gritty, G R I D D Y, that's in Texas. Mm -hmm. Is it related to Ambit? Okay, not that
2: I know of. I mean, I could be
0: wrong. I know how Gritty works, which is probably very similar to how Ambit works, because I, I there can't be so many ways for energy companies to work. But essentially, they sell the variable rates of energy, which end up being slightly lower unless there's like a disaster or an emergency or something like that. And then you're right. on this variable rate, which can be skyrocket like high. Right. Um, and that happened when Texas had their winter freeze a couple of years ago. Yes. And everybody that had Gritty that had been paying these low of energy yeah. rates because what happened, gritty's rates on a variable rate skyrocketed Mm -hmm. and those people were stuck in these contracts and gritty was literally just draining people's bank account after bank account after bank account because the rates were so high um so i I could imagine that ambient energy would be similar to that maybe yeah yeah very strange Uh,
2: and of course the pampered chef yeah you know which i bought something from pampered chef not that long ago (laughs)
0: I do remember going to Pampered Chef parties and the thing that I would always do is I would just always take home those recipe cards because I was like, ooh, that lemon ring pie looks good. <laughs> so yeah. it's, can I just take the recipe card? And I would never buy anything because I was a young girl and I was like, well, for a pan? What? Uh, yeah. And so I just took the recipe cards and <laughs> recreated them with my own stuff.
2: Like I've sort of seen the evolution from postcards being sent out to actual parties to going online and seeing all this, but like it was, I mean, I want to say maybe five or six years ago, my Facebook feed felt like walking down the mall with those kiosks and everybody trying to get you to buy something. That's what it felt like. If I posted a post about being tired, oh, I can help you with that. If I posted about, like, there was one time, oh, ate a sleeve of double stuff Oreos. Guess I'll be paying for that tomorrow. Oh, my God, I can help you. I
0: have some that can help you with that.
2: Yeah, like, I don't need help. Like, <laughs> and then finally, I, like, made a Facebook post. And I'm like, sometimes a Facebook post is just a Facebook post. Like, if I want to advocate Plexus or thrive my way to a healthy lifestyle, I will let you know, I promise, you know, I don't need anything else.
0: Right. I was like, we all know you sell Plexus, Becky. If I need it, I'll let you know. Yeah. It's so true. And I I feel you. And I've said that before. I've made that correlation to like carnival barkers with the kiosk sellers in the mall. Like, come here, come here. Just put the flat iron in your hand. Don't you want straight, beautiful hair? Come get smooth. And I was like, get away from me. (gasps) Leave me alone. I don't want your flat iron. I don't want your face cream. I don't want your eyeshadow. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Why are you talking to me?
2: I don't want to like demean people who have joined MLMs because obviously I did it myself. But I think, you know, what they sell is hope. What they sell is. You can better your situation or anything that's happening by investing in you, not some company. I think that that's what really gets me. And you are putting your friends and family in an awkward position. And, you know, obviously I've done that to my own friends and family who have felt obligated to buy something from me because I'm selling this. And, you you know, I mean, it may get to a point where your friend's and family don't want to answer the phone because they're afraid you're going to, Oh, can you do this party for me? You know, like I'm really hurting this month. You know, I'm really going to make right? the sales yeah.
0: quota. Like, I mean, I feel like we all have know. that friend that we know when they randomly reach out to us, it's because they just want something or need something. Like we all have yeah. someone in our life like that. And it's absolutely like, Usually they're trying to get us to buy their weight loss shakes, or can you just help me out? I'm really close to my goal this month. I just need to sell ten more lipsticks. You know, can I put you yeah. down for two of them? And again, I don't, I don't ever want to demean anybody in an MLM. And the jokes that we make are because it, it's easier to laugh than cry. We say that right. a lot, so and it's our trauma, and we we have some dark senses of humor on the other side of this, but. You know, it's not to demean anyone because I I never want to have anybody feel like what they're doing isn't their best, but I also want people to understand that MLMs don't care about you. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, I don't make any money to get you to get out of your MLM, you know, everything that I provide to people, you know, it, it, that's not what it's about. And so even when I hear people are like, oh, they're just getting paid to like talk, crap about these companies that, I mean, no, that's not what's happening here. Um, And I think it's just really important to know that we're all humans and we're all doing the best we can with the information that we have and that these companies, it is their bread and butter to misinform us of the truth. That is what they do. That is their, they, they have a big budget of people that is going to continue to spread this lie Um, and, and to make it seem like a a valuable and viable opportunity. And it's just not statistically we've proved it many times. We tell these stories constantly. There isn't really anybody that's like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And nothing bad has ever happened. And it's been the most amazing thing. Like even people that were at the top that were making that money are like, it broke me. It destroyed my family. And it's like, We have to see what the truth is. We have to end that stigma. We have to know that we are all just cogs in the machine. Uh And once we realize that that that's what it is, we can come together and dismantle it from the inside out because we are the cogs. We make the machine run. So the louder and squeakier we can get, then, you know, we can, we can do the work and dismantle it from the inside because the government's going to help us. The FTC might, help with a little bit of regulation, but in terms of the the goals and the projections that we have, like it seems like we're mostly on our own here in the movement.
2: Well, and like when I was looking up just different things today, I'm sure you know who Art is, Janik. Is that how you say his name? Apparently he's a big MLM supporter person. And one of his quotes was network marketing is no longer on trial. It's a proven and viable profession, a profession that's helping millions of people get ahead financially and moving them closer to their dreams. I'm like, no, art, what the hell? And then another quote, if you understood residual income, you would walk through a brick wall to get it. I'm like, okay, first of all, you're selling false hope. Second of all, your residual income is made off the backs of people you're stepping on. Made me so mad when I read
0: that. <laughs> so I just looked him up because I, I'm i horrible with names, but I'm really great with faces. And I do recognize him. His <laughs> videos sometimes pop up. It's like a motivational speaker kind of guy pair dime a dozen they are yeah. they i i think are even worse than the mlmers because they know <laughs> they know the scam and are scamming the scammers in the scam to make money off of the yeah. scammers so it's a scam inside of a scam these uh business coaches and motivational speakers for the mlm for the mlm
2: oh my people. god your podcast over coaching the ones that, okay, you're selling health products. You're not a coach. I mean, I yeah. hate to tell you this. Like, I have a friend who is an actual personal certified trainer, has a degree in nutrition. She is a coach. You selling your dietary supplements, does not make you a coach? You mm. are selling a product.
0: Oh, my gosh. That made me so wild. Just like coaching coaches to coach other coaches to coach. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's incestuous and insidious. And yeah, I mean, w- we look at these things. We have these conversations. We break it down, and people are like, "Oh my god, yes!" And we talk about these red flags. And then I'll get emails. They're like, "Oh my god, I listened to that episode and X Y Z, and here's some more information. And this happened to me, and it unlocked this memory. And it's just another rabbit hole to go down. Uh huh. The, the I, I rabbit holes for- are endless.
2: Yeah. I I mean, I know for me, like, I, I felt bad about myself for a really long time. Like, you know, I dragged my husband into this. I spent all this money I shouldn't have spent. You know, I should have done this different. I should have done that different. And, you know, I just always felt bad about it. Even though I did move on from it, I did start my own business, a legitimate business. I don't think it was really until Like you said, watching Leah Remini, and then when I saw LuLaRoe, it was like, it just, things kind of fell into place, and it was just like, God, you know, I just never realized how insidious this is, how evil it really is, you know, and it's not me. It's not that I'm an Eeyore. It's not that. definitely
0: not an Eeyore.
2: That I'm not just, yeah, I'm not a great salesman. I, I can't BS people. I just can't, you know, like, it's just, that's just who I am. That's why I appreciate your podcast so much is just, you know, hearing all these stories. I'm like, it's not me.
0: You know, right, I'm you're a, like, okay. oh my God, I'm not crazy. This <laughs> is really great. I'm so happy that I've got this validation. It's wild. I felt the same way. And then yeah, like just listening to people and talking to other people about their experiences, and I was just like, "Wait a second! Like this is a thing! Like it's not just me." Yeah. I was smart and I got sucked in. I'm educated and I got sucked in. It's not only dumb people or only stupid people. Whatever you know, it's yeah. it's vulnerable people. It's normal right. people. It's trusting, loving, caring people. Or That's who get sucked in? Say,
2: or the people who say it was just a get rich quick scheme okay, no one thinks they're getting into a scheme. They think they're getting into a legitimate business that they're going to run because it's their business and they're going to make money for working. It's not like they don't see it as a scheme or a scam. You know, they're actually trying to make money, which they think is legitimate. And I just want to say to like the older women out there, you know, it's never too late. I got my bachelor's degree at 47. I am getting, I will finish my master's degree in December. I'll be 49. I'm now a special ed teacher. And, you know, I'm doing something and making money and doing something that actually means something. That's what I've always tried to instill in my kids, too. You want to do something that means something. Invest in you. If you need help, if you don't like where you are, look into how to advance your career. Don't go off on these MLMs and invest in another company. That's not investing
0: in you. Right? Absolutely. So let's do some rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Okay. Tell me, Shelly, what is one word that encompasses how you feel about multi level marketing? <sighs> Disappointment. Yeah. That's a good one. Give me a warning to somebody who wants to join an MLM. Just don't do it. Just
2: don't. I I know other people have said, do your research. You know, they're trying to be nice. No, don't. It's a scam. You you will regret it. Just don't do it. Don't.
0: (laughs) I love the brevity. What is the worst (laughs) MLM in your opinion? Right now, I really think it's Plexus. Pink drink. Yep.
2: I have, I'm telling you, I've gotten messages from people who people I haven't talked to in years. Oh, how are you? I hear that your son went into the Marines, blah, blah, blah. You know, is your daughter going to nursing school? Oh, by the way, would you like to try the? I'm like, don't try to be my friend. Like I haven't talked to you in 10 years and now you're going to talk to me about my kids as a gateway to try to sell me something. It's like, do you yeah. not have a soul? Have you, do you have no decorum whatsoever? And these are people who are, I know are on regularly good Christian people, people I've gone to church with, whatever. It's like, do you, you know how to treat people? You are being scammed. Anyway, sorry. Go on.
0: (laughs) No, it's totally true. And you know, it brings up a good point. I actually just got friend requested um by a girl that I went to high school with. I wasn't really friends with her in high school. We had a lot of mutual friends and I was like, "Oh, okay." So I added her, you know, and then immediately after that I was like, "Uh-oh." And I went and I looked and um she sells Optavia. She hasn't hit me up yet, oh. but she does sell Optavia. So, and we're still <laughs> friends. So, I don't know. But I'm friends with people in MLM because I want them to be able to get the information that I share. Um That's I don't true. block people for that reason too, you know. So, yeah. That's just how it is. That's just how I am. Um what is the hardest lesson that you learned in MLM?
2: That I well, I mean it definitely drew attention to how much money that I spend and how irresponsible I was <laughs> and need to get that in check, which of course this was in 2001 and it's now 2022 and I'm still working on it. However, <laughs> Believe in me, not some other company that's going to make me successful. Like only I'm going to make me successful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then the positive takeaway from your time in MLM.
2: I got some really good bakeware. (laughs) Really good bakeware from Southern Living. (laughs) I got to tell you. (laughs) And my Creative Memories products have held up so they're acid pages you know that they i remember one thing was uh they're like tums they're like tums they 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 somehow dilute the acid um all of my pages have held up so i did wind up getting some good products that's my positive takeaway
0: You know, and it's funny because like every now and then I'll see MLM products in thrift stores and I was like, is this a good product? Is this something I should get for my MLM graveyard collection? Because now that I'm so far (laughs) removed from MLM, it has circled back around that if I can find really kitschy, ridiculous stuff at thrift stores, like I get it. I grab it because I'm like, Ooh, like I I (laughs) love, this is so weird, but I love like, yeah. 80s and 90s Avon, especially like weird perfume bottles and like weird Uh-oh. soaps and stuff. Like it's just weird. And I just like that yeah. stuff. I don't know. It's like I'm so far out of MLM that I, I can love circle back antiques. around and it's funny. We go to
2: antique stores all the time. Yeah. And I'll see Southern Living at Home stuff there. And like, like some of the dishes, uh, their little uh, pressed tin planter, that bucket thing that they had. Still super cute. <laughs> But yeah, it's antique now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, sometimes Colts have cool baubles and it really sucks you in. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Shelley, for being on the show and talking to me and talking about MLM parties in the nineties, because I just think there's a lot of people now that had just, you know, we don't have the, nobody talks about what it used to be like. And it was. It was weird. It was really weird back then, yeah. but we didn't have the internet to go, was that weird? That was weird, right? And and now that right. we do, we can have these conversations finally. Yeah.
2: And hey, you didn't even know your neighbor two streets over was say- selling the same crop.
0: Yeah. It's you wild.
2: <laughs> Crazy times. Crazy times.
0: Absolutely. Thank <laughs> you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And follow us on social media at Life After MLM Podcast and my advocacy at The Real Roberta Blevins. You can find all of the links to the social accounts in our show notes. And if you just listened to that incredible story and you thought, Oh my God, I have a story just like that that needs to be told. Hit me up. The at gmail.com. I would love to have you on the show to share your story and start your journey in life after MLM. See you next time, Hans.